Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com forward slash SLM. There you can browse the unmatched selection of audio programs, download a title free, and get started listening. It's that easy. Just go to audibletrial.com forward slash SLM to get started now. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Perpetually Correct, brought to you by Sensibly Loud Media. I am your host, J-Mac. JB is out, but Kyle Beats is in the studio with me. Kyle, what's going on, my man? What up, man? Excited. Getting ready for the uh, big matchup this weekend for the Cowboys we'll get into, and a lot of really good games that are going to be determining divisions for us in the NFL. We've got Saturday NFL football this week. I kind of like I kind of like that. Also, with basketball in in full swing, moving some a game from Thursday to get I think we get three Saturday. I like that. That, yeah. that makes the you know the week more so where you can watch a little NBA, catch up on your NFL news, and then be ready for a Saturday and Sunday slate. Yeah, and you've also got college bowl games sprinkled in there some, but they're not like yeah. huge ones either. So like like the Patriots play the Bills on on Saturday this week, which is interesting, and I'm I don't hate that man. I always. The one nice thing about the Thursday game is always that your team is done already and you can kind of just watch the rest of the league and not have to worry about, like, you know, your team playing on that Thursday night. Yeah, that's a good point. That's true. And you know they're getting 10 days of rest before their next game as well. Right. And, and like, it must be nice for you, too, because since the Cowboys always play on Thanksgiving, that you can always rely on having at least one Thursday game, which actually works out really well for a time when you're sitting down watching it is that's fair. Oh right? yeah. I mean, cow- and Cowboys get that, that treatment just because of what their ratings do. You know, they get all the, a lot of primetime games and a lot of favoritism in the, in the scheduling. Yeah. So speaking of that and kind of interrelated, so like the NBA does like Christmas day, right. Where they, you know, have, they try to do the marquee matchups as much as they can, but I mean, they didn't exactly predict Steph and clay going down whenever they, uh, put Golden right. State the worst team in the league in there. But, you know, there's only so much you can do, but they try they do a pretty good job of trying to get at least a couple of good matchups in there. And I think the NFL could do more on like Thanksgiving as far as like premier matches and stuff like that. Like Yeah, I mean, I think general. I think basketball like you look at our Christmas Day schedule, right? That's a hell of a slate for the NBA. I think they do a better job with their prime time. Yeah, in the NFL by a mile. It just, but that's because there's more parity also in the NFL, and the NBA is more star driven. So it's a little easier to, you know, when you're building that schedule, schedule and working out these deals with these the TV uh, providers. It's you know you can figure out in the NBA pretty easily who's going to be more entertaining to watch versus the NFL beginning of the season or you know preseason. You you don't know necessarily who's going to be the great teams. That's a good point. Yeah, I mean that's that's a very good point. That must be why. But like the fact that. So I, I don't know. I guess this works like a bunch of different ways, though, because it's like the fact that the Cowboys always play on Thanksgiving is kind of cool. And so do the Lions, though. So it's like, but the, not necessarily <laughs> each other. And so it's kind of like on one hand, it's really cool that the Cowboys always play on Thanksgiving. And I'm not sure why that's different than the Lions always playing on Thanksgiving. But it does seem like you could get like a 49ers Saints matchup on Thanksgiving or something like that. Maybe not. Well, I don't know. 
I Let guess, me tell you why it's different. It's because we have five Super Bowls and they've never been to one. Oh, but the, <laughs> the Lions, they it's because they're one of the original four teams, I think, right? Yeah. Like, that's why they get that. But couldn't that be Green Bay or Chicago as well, who's been a lot more relevant over the last 25 years? Exactly. I guess it just surprises me that the NFL as a whole, like as far as the owners and everything, haven't come to a consensus on something like that, that, hey, this could this product could potentially make us more money by having more eyes on it. I, I don't know. It just seems like the NFL thinks of really good ways to monetize things the right way, and this seems like an area they missed to me a little bit. But anyway, not to get off on too much of a tangent. <laughs> well, a good way to monetize things is, you know, put guys like Lamar Jackson uh, on TV and, you know, I think he's pretty much locked up the MVP race at this point for the most part. Yeah. You think that's fair to say? It's not even close, really, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, he's he's minus 300 right now. Dude, unbelievable. Like, can you make can you make a better? So what I are mean, the can, run down the odds for me? Damn, Lamar was, wow, at the beginning of the year. Plus, I mean, depends where you were where you were getting it, but it was basically twenty four to one, twenty to one to twenty four to one, somewhere in there. Wow, that's shocking. I would have thought that it would be at least a ten to one, something like that, at the beginning of the year. I, I, I don't know though. I, I guess in retrospect, we didn't really know what Lamar was going to look like going into this year. That was a big question we had, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, we didn't know he was going to be this good. No, we didn't know he was going to be this good. I thought he was going to rush for a thousand yards. I didn't think he was going to throw with such efficiency, and I obviously didn't think this offense was going to click on all cylinders like this. And he's doing it with good skill guys, but not great skill guys by yeah. any means. Yeah, but a good quarterback makes his receivers good, and so on and so forth. So, I mean, it's one of those things where I I think that we we were hesitant only because we I, I think you picked the the Ravens to win that division, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Oh, my, my bad. So Lamar Jackson's minus minus two hundred. It's my it was it's minus three thousand. Uh, if he this is like contingent upon if he plays the next two games. Oh, okay. So gotcha. I guess there's yeah. the quad injury. So this is it's minus two hundred. Russell Wilson's plus two seventy five. I mean, that's the next closest. That's not that's even crazy. Deshaun's at eleven hundred. Mahomes at twenty two hundred. I think Michael Thomas should be in the mix. I agree with that. I. Yeah, I don't think he's – I mean, he's having an incredible season. I mean, he is – He's the, the best number, wide receiver in the NFL right now, it's right? It's not even really close either. I mean, it's – I mean, he's got the one of the best quarterbacks of all time to throw to him as well. Yeah, and they have a hell of a cadence. Like, they obviously – he's been his quarterback his whole career, so – He knows. They have, Yeah, they have a great chemistry, but what he's doing is still pretty unreal. I mean, he's so physical, so fast. He doesn't really drop a lot of balls either. Do you have his stats handy by any chance? Yeah, so I mean, let let's put this in perspective. He is number one in the league in receptions with 133 Holy through Holy. through 14 games, which he's going to set the record for receptions in a season. But give me a guess of who you think, or get, who do you think is number two in receptions? Number two in receptions must be. It's it's Godwin and then DJ Moore. That's two guys you would not expect. Guess what they're at? So Michael Tom, Thomas is at 133. What do you think the number two and three guy are at? They're tied. It's got to be close to 100. 86. 86? <laughs> Holy He's 47 Lord. receptions above anybody else. Good God. Okay. That is so, absurd. I mean, when you put that in perspective, he's averaging 110 yards per game. So 1,552 yards, that's... 
220 yards more than the next highest guy. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. He only has eight touchdowns. That's the argument, right? If he had like 14 touchdowns, he would definitely be in the mix. So in other words, he's just double covered all the time. And yeah, I mean, yeah, basically. Yeah. Like all in the, the end zone that just gets, yeah, it gets obviously pretty, pretty tight and they just put a safety over there and it's yeah. hard to target him. That's crazy. It it is crazy that he has a lower amount of touchdowns, but I do get the the defensive side of it, and he's still been like it's not like they've had an easy schedule by any means. No, I, no, and I mean, who's the number two on that team? Like he's doing that by himself, yeah. Really, I mean, it's like okay, you got Ted Ginn, Taysom Hill, right? And and I mean, they bring in uh, Davis, they bring in a couple other guys, but they're mostly like speed guys or specialty guys. They're not like really consistent wide receivers. Yeah. So there's not a lot of, you know, there's not a lot of attention on anybody else except maybe Alvin Kamara. Do you think they're missing? I mean, they're, I mean, Kamara has not been good this year. No, but he's been really good in the passing game. He's not, he hasn't been able to handle that load that well. He had a little bit of an injury issue. He's not going to be a guy that can get 25 touches a game. And I think they, they knew that when they drafted him and they tried to make him that guy this year, you, you have to sprinkle in Latavius the same way you sprinkled in Ingram. Yeah. You know, I think he's still a really good spell guy for like 15 to 18 explosive touches. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Last thing that. I'm going to say about Michael Thomas though, is he's 10 receptions away from the NFL record in a season with two games left. So he's probably going to get it. Who has that record? Must be Jerry. Marvin Harrison. Okay. Yeah. 143. Pretty good. What year was but, that? Uh, 2006. 2006, that's right. So if, I mean, Russ is at plus 275, so that's obviously who Vegas and everybody thinks is in second. I would, I I agree with that, but I would also be able to make an argument, I think, for Deshaun. Yeah. So pull up his stats. I'm pulling up uh, Russell Wilson's right now. Right. So if you, here's my here's my argument for, for Deshaun over Russ is that, if you swap them, I think Seattle is just as good, if not better, and I think Houston gets worse. Is that crazy to think that? Um, no, probably not. Because I like what's happening to Houston is not Deshaun Watson's fault. And I mean, they're nine and five, so it's like you got to put that in perspective. That's still that's still a good record, right? That's a really good record. So I, I don't. It, it's. Dude, that Houston team is really confusing, but I know that Deshaun is not the problem there. Yeah, I I think that's more than fair. And I just I guess I think he's just as responsible for that team winning as you know Russ is for the Seahawks winning. But the Seahawks have a better record, so I mean I get that argument. Yeah, eleven for sure. and three. They you know, they play in a tough division, so it's impressive. But completion percentage with with them is about the same. Uh, Russ has five interceptions. Deshaun has eleven. So that's that's probably the deciding factor right there. Yeah, probably so. Interesting. Yeah, it, it's closer than it maybe feels like, though. I feel like it's closer than a lot of years. Yeah, and I, I think there's just that wow factor about Deshaun, and I feel like he's such a winner that maybe I'm drawn to that. Yeah, Russ's stats, though, if you look at it on paper, are better. Russ has five game-winning drives. That's tied for first in the league. Deshaun does have four. He's tied with Josh Allen for game-winning drives with with five. That's, That's pretty pr- wild. Pretty nuts. Yeah, I mean Josh Josh Allen's having a pretty good year though, man. I mean, yeah, there's a reason they're ten and four, right? Correct. Yeah, it's that. That's really surprising. But 
Yeah, I think Lamar has this thing all but wrapped up. Even if he doesn't play in in the last game, I, I mean, I don't matter, dude. I don't think it matters, right? Like, no. I think he's going to though. I think they want to see if he can get like. I think they're trying to stab at him a little bit here. Probably so. Can you believe this league is thinking about adding another week of miserableness onto this season? Yeah, we need to just we know who's good and who's not at this point. Yeah, and like you get to this last two weeks of the year and people are sitting, people are, you know, kicking up a little bit because they you know they need to rest and it just it's a fucking shit show. It really is. I mean the only the only teams I don't know because like the only reason to add a, a week is to s- learn more about these teams. You know enough at this point. The only teams I don't really know about if they're good or bad is I think Dallas and Philly, two teams playing each other this week, are are there. And I think Houston's kind of there, too. Okay, so... And Pittsburgh. I Actually, I think Pittsburgh's bad. I I don't think they're bad, but I don't think they're as good as they're getting credit for. Do you think... I think Dallas is better than Pittsburgh. Their record isn't one game off, but... Uh, Pittsburgh's defense is much better than Dallas, and Dallas's Correct. offense is much better than Pittsburgh. Correct, but and that's not even close. No, no, that's that, that's true. But you know what I'm saying? There's no reason to add. There's no reason to add a week here. Uh, yeah. But lo- looking at this week's matchups, obviously huge matchup with with Dallas and Philly for that division. Dax hurt. That comes out of nowhere. I get the alert on my phone. He's gonna play guess, though. He yeah, he's anyway. gonna play. Like he's a tough guy. He's gonna play. I don't. Has he missed? I don't think he's missed a game in his career. No, he hasn't. And the, so uh, yesterday was the first time that he sat out in pre- sat out of practice in his career. Right. That's pretty like crazy. The, that guy's just a gamer, man. That's Dude, what it comes it. down to. I love and it. I, I do too. That's like like when you're trying to convince me to pay him. Like I try to remember that. Like I like yeah. him off on and off the field. I think he does all the right things, but. He's obviously not going to be 100%, so, you know, not a hot take, right? Like, everybody, you know, I heard talking about the NFL today is talking about Pound Zeke. Yep. I mean, that's yeah. the game plan, though, right? But yeah. do you, is it that simple? I mean, because I feel like Kellen Moore is going to outthink himself here and try to get I mean, him involved in really strange ways rather than just giving him the ball. I think it is that simple, but I think that question of, is it that simple is going to be asked. They're going to try to start throwing, you know, fake sweeps and then yeah. pitch it to Zeke and that's a four yard loss and Tavon Austin will get some unnecessary touches because he had one touchdown mm-hmm. it's just that weird like so yes it is like outthinking himself but like it's that weird thing where like he outthinks himself right and they get into the game and it's not going as planned and then he just refuses to adjust sometimes Right. And I don't know if that's him or Garrett or, you know, whatever, but like that them as a unit, they're refusing to make adjustments until they have to. Well, what's happening is they're driving the ball down the field on the, you know, opening possessions or one of the first opening first couple of possessions in the first quarter. And it's on like 12 plays for 75 yards and Zeke had eight rushing attempts. And they're like, all right, we're just going to go four wide now. Yeah. It's like three times and then kick a field goal. It's like, what is happening? And that's what I, I want to see. You know, I re- like, I really feel like if they can just run the ball and keep Wentz off the field, if he's not in rhythm and he's not in rhythm with two wide receivers, two tight ends, and then like a practice squad guy and a corner and a running back player, yeah, you know, like I mean, he's got no one to throw it to. Right. So if you can get him out, out of rhythm and maybe get a little pressure on him with Quinn and uh, with, with tank, cause they do have some offensive line issues. 
uh, or injuries, I should say. I don't see why Dallas wouldn't win this game, but nothing's guaranteed with this team. Correct. That's what we've learned all year. They'll stumble in this game and then beat the piss out of the Redskins or something like that, and then you're just as con- confused as you were to begin with. Well, we would get in if Philly lost their last game to the Giants. Uh, I know. <laughs> what a <laughs> calamity. Whoever they play, yeah. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, they... That would be how that would end up working out, I'm sure. And I, I just, like... So, like, to going back for just a second, was the Rams win... How impressive was that for you? I mean, it was really impressive, but it doesn't mean a lot, if that makes sense, because mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, I knew, I knew this team could do it do that it doesn't tell me anything new it tells me that i i'm right for being this pissed off about them not executing on a weekly basis yeah no for sure i will say this man i went back and actually watched some game film from that game just to kind of refresh myself before we did the show and jared goff stinks (laughs) yeah i mean we didn't play fantastic defense by any means no but like he that guy missed so many throws so many throws and I just I couldn't it was definitely Dallas understanding what they were looking at when they saw him but like he didn't help anything you know what I mean yeah and I mean he's been really up and down this year as well too yeah no he has but I don't think he's very good and I think they paid a lot of money to a quarterback that's not very good is kind of what I think you take Dak over him absolutely I think so too yeah and they're they're going to be in that same that same price range and i I think think wince is probably going to get that and i think james is probably going to get that not because they deserve it necessarily but because you have to pay it dude so let's go i'd rather have dak than those guys for sure let's go to that this uh this game that we have coming up with the bucks because dude james is absolutely unbelievable as far as like the balance between touchdowns and interceptions and (laughs) Literally, there's a bet on my book right now that you can bet on. So it's the the noon game, right, for mm-hmm. for the Bucks or the one o'clock game on the East Coast, and you can bet on whether his first interception will be before or after two thirty p.m. I think it would be before. I think so too. For sure, but right? I think so too. But like, just think that's, about that's wh- absurd. Yeah. yeah, like his over unders are like two, one and a half or two always. Right. And you I just never, I, you never see that. And I mean, he's played what they've won five games in a row. He yeah. threw for 450 yards last week. No Evans. Godwin goes down in the third. I mean, he's he's playing out of his mind. He's just playing with reckless abandon too. And and I mean, they're playing the Texans. That defense of the Texans stinks. Yeah, big fantasy week for him for sure. But it's one of those really tough. He has the toughest situation. Like, I think you pay Dak. I think you probably still pay wins. I think you pay Jameis, but it's it's tough because obviously the interceptions are there, but Peyton Manning had the same amount of interceptions his first five years. Like, that's on par with him. Right. Touchdowns, interceptions, yards aren't far off, right? Yeah. So that's part of it. But you also say, okay, he's done this with Mike Evans. Now he's got Chris Godwin. He's had some pretty good weapons. You know, is this a guy we want to give five for – 180 i think you have to i do too because what you're left is trading up for guys like mitch trubisky (laughs) like it's it's a tough it's tough sledding out there trying to draft a quarterback it doesn't usually work out for these teams well and it's interesting too because i think midway through the season our take on 
moving quarterbacks this year was that there's going to be a lot of it, and I don't know that that's going to be the case anymore. No, because I, I yeah, I, I'm Bears, with you. I think the Bears are guys are going to get paid. Do you think yeah. Kirk Cousins is going to get another big contract? I kind of do. Yeah, I did too. I think he probably should. Right? Like, I couldn't believe that. Games. I couldn't believe that stat that I found today that was that Kirk Cousins, if he starts and finishes the next two games, that he will be the first quarterback, Minnesota quarterback since Fran Tarkington to do that in a season for Minnesota. That's crazy to just play an entire that's season. wild. But, I mean, when you're employing 40-year-old Brett Favre, I mean, that's actually sure. not as not as surprising. Sure, well, but, like, remember... Like, I mean, they had Culpepper a, didn't play for two straight seasons? Nope, sure like, didn't. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, he was the first one I thought of, too. There was a lot of quarterbacks that I'm just... I was surprised by that. Anyway, but, but I just... I think that they're probably going to go with Kirk Cousins again. I mean... I think it'll depend on how this playoff run goes. I really do. Yeah, and I mean, he had a playoff win against those Saints a couple years back where they won in the last play of the game. Like, how legit is that playoff win, right? Right. Yeah, it's I true. Mean, it's a win, so it counts. But it's like, don't don't overpay on that. But I, I think you got to give him his money again. You know, they gave him three at 29. They'll probably give him another three or four at that price. Yeah. If not a little more. Let me run this by you real quick. So, NFC odds. Tell me what value you like the most, not necessarily who you think is going to win. So Saints are plus 175, Niners plus 200, Seahawks plus 350, Green Bay plus 650, and Minnesota plus 900. I think the best value is probably the 49ers. Plus 200? Plus 200. They've had a little bit of a fall from grace lately, but I think... I still I think, think that's really... probably the best one. Or, or Seahawks plus three fifty interests me a little bit, but that overall team is just not as good as the Saints or the Niners. Right. Interesting. Yeah, though it's true. I'm surprised the Cowboys aren't on that list at all. No, they are. They oh, are. Right, I just okay. stopped there. Oh, okay. I, I did that. Did that intentionally. Any any interest in Cowboys plus thirteen hundred? No, but that's interesting. <sighs> you never know. You just gotta get hot at the right time. But dude, a- the- AFC, dude, Baltimore is in. The- is in the negative territory. They're minus 150. I mean, I thought they would still be even money. I don't love that at minus 150. I like Chiefs plus 300. That's good value. Run everything down. Yeah. So Ravens minus 150, Chiefs and Pats at plus 300. And then it just gets big. Bills plus 1,700, Texans plus 2,000. Wow. Wow. Interesting. What a, what a uh, difference in conference odds. Yeah. I mean, I, if I could, I wonder what the odds are that it's going to, if you could bet AFC winner is going to be Baltimore, Kansas City, or New England. That's probably like minus 5,000. Probably something like that. Yeah. I, I kind of like Kansas City's odds the most at plus 300 there. Well, I would take the Patriots over that just because, well, for the obvious reasons, but also because of just the injury factor. What are the obvious reasons that it's Andy Reid versus Bill Belichick? Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) God damn it. Well, I'm I'm hoping that maybe they don't play each other. Right. And that's, that's the best way that it could probably happen. But ultimately it would probably come down to that. If, if, if the Ravens were to be upset somehow. Yeah, I think that's true. But you know, this, this week we do have, a pretty big game as well between Green Bay and Minnesota. It's similar to that Dallas game. Pretty much playing for the division here. Yeah. Um, so we, I said Bears at the beginning of the year. What did you say? You said Minnesota. Minnesota. And Jason was? JB had Green Bay. Okay. 
Interesting. So you're you're fucked, but yeah, one of us, one of us is going to win. Yeah, uh, you you were on that Mitch train, but you know I think you 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 own that take really early once you saw a few games out of him. Yeah, but uh, dude, he kind of picked it up in the last. No, part. he has. He's been good at the end where they're going to do what I told you guys he was going to do when y'all when he was having that slump, and you're like, no fucking way, they're bringing this guy back. It's <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, they're going to give him another shot. Yeah, that's no, how hard right. it is to get a QB, and he's on a rookie deal. But we were just talking about that too, though, because he's another one of those guys where it's like you're going to bring him back because you, you kind of have to. Yeah. You know? That's what I'm saying. Like what, who else are you going to go get? It's too, it's too risky, but this Minnesota game is interesting to me that the line opened up at minus four. I mean, it depends where you look at it, but I had it at minus four and it's, it's moved to minus five, minus five and a half in favor of Minnesota. I mean, that's, that seems like you're giving Aaron Rodgers a lot of money or a lot of, uh, a lot of points there and you'd want to lay the money on him, but they haven't been overly impressive in their wins. I don't think so either, man. That's what did it open at? Minus four, minus so, three and a half to minus four. So it hasn't moved at all. No, it's moved to No, it's moved to five, five and a half. It's oh, I'm sorry. A couple I of points. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, hmm. That I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. You know, I, I think that's going to be a really good game, a game that I'm going to enjoy watching, but I don't think I would touch that line at all. I don't think I. If I'm, any, I'm if you're going to do anything with that game, why not try to do something with the over under? You know, it's a division game. Is it going to is it going to go under? What did what did you say the over under is? Uh, forty six. Forty six. It's I. I just my inclination is the best value here would be Minnesota, but. I, at minus five and a half, I don't know that that money line for the Packers at minus or at a plus two hundred plus two hundred five. That's insane, dude. You're that kinda, looks kind of nice, dude. It does just simply on the Aaron Rodgers factor alone. Yeah, I like I like that. I mean, I think that's going to be a game that I'm just going to enjoy. Sit back yeah. and watch. Maybe the Dalvin, over. I don't know. Dalvin but, Cook, if he's not playing, which you know all signs show that he's probably not going to. Alexander Madison's look fantastic as the backup running back, but I mean, you're lay, you're going to lay five and a half. So you're basically laying a touchdown more or less mm-hmm. against Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I do. In a primetime Monday night football game. And you don't have your best offensive player. Is and it feeling is not right either. And is it in Minnesota or is it in green Bay? It is in Minnesota. That's why that line Ooh, is where it's at. Yeah, that definitely makes a difference. Don't if it was if it was in Green Bay, they wouldn't be getting five and a half. It would no, be, no, for sure. But I'm just just maybe thinking out loud, I guess, more than anything else. But it just that does make a big difference, and I hadn't considered that as much. Yeah, um, I kind of like the over a little bit more because that's inside in a dome. So yeah, but you're right. Turf. Thielen has not looked right though. Well, he's had the hamstring issue all year, and I mean, yeah, s- soft tissue injury. That thing is. Yeah, it might be okay for a minute, but it's really easy to tweak that, you know. Yeah. So it's going to need some more time for sure. That's why I'm not. I'm not. That's a game I think you enjoy. It's a Monday night football. You're probably either up a lot or down a lot by that point throughout the week. That's maybe a game you just enjoy this week. Yeah, I think so too. I think we're. I think both of those games are really going to be interesting. What we, did we talk about the lines and everything on the Cowboys game? Yeah. I'll go. I'll go back to that. Last thing I'm going to say on the Minnesota game is that I think that's a really big game for Kirk Cousins. Yes, absolutely. Kind of 
to what to my point earlier that I think it'll really come down to what they do in the playoffs is yeah. JB was kind of making that point to us in our text the, yesterday that uh it seems like fans are really split on Kirk Cousins and that he is kind of in a situation where this really matters for what people where he kind of falls in people's minds. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I think if you're torn on fair. Cousins now as as a Minnesota fan you're gonna have you're gonna make your determination over the next couple of games, and then what happens in the playoffs. If you were a Minnesota fan, do you feel like you'd be torn? Because I do. Yeah, but I think I would. If it was going great, was another three for twenty nine a year, like three for eighty seven. What he got last time, I'd probably do, do that it. again. Yeah, probably so. I lean that way for sure. He's and probably I, gonna want more years, though. That's the issue. Maybe he's made a lot of money in his career, though. Sure so. has. Yeah, but I mean, you know me, man. I'm not a huge Kirk Cousins believer. I've I've waited for him to poop for oh, quite some yeah, time. Oh yeah, you've made that very clear. Yeah, but I also, I mean, it's it's harder and harder to deny every week that he's been pretty decent this year. And so, like, I I can't really, in good conscience, sit here and kill the guy for having a pretty decent season. Like, they have not had an easy schedule. It's fair. And especially given that his all a lot of his weapons and things like that, like Thielen's been hurt and, you know, the running back situation, although the backup has been fine, is really kind of not been exactly what it's supposed to be. The bigger issue for Minnesota for me moving forwards is that their defense isn't necessarily what it once was. It's still really good. It might not be elite. The front seven is very nice. You got linebackers that can cover. You have good pass rushers, good interior play. But the back end is not great. And right. that's concerning when you're playing, you know, teams in the NFC that have really good quarterbacks and really good receiving cores. That's true. And I mean, is that is it fair to say that's a problem that Dallas kind of faces as well? And that's oh, yeah. I they're mean, very similar in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to put Dallas even on that tier, yeah. I mean, that's a huge problem is on the back end. Yeah. Which doesn't always necessarily matter if you're just going to have a shootout but what the 46 is still an interesting number i don't know yeah let's talk let's talk about that real quick just because i want to be clear on what where those numbers are at jb's losing his mind on the disorganization here uh minus one and a half is where the cowboys are at okay it was it, it opened at minus two and a half most places so it's moved down a little bit it's probably with the DAC injury they're throwing mm-hmm. a point at that i guess minus 120 money line seems like a pretty decent play in Philly in Philly yeah maybe I'm not betting on the Cowboys but I I I, if I were gonna make a bet on this game this would probably be it I'm not betting against the Cowboys because I got screwed on that last week too (laughs) yeah you've been screwed both ways on that as most people have just getting in bed with the Cowboys at all has screwed me this year so I'm not doing it yeah I'm not I'm not gonna go ahead and bet that money line if I do anything here it'll be the First half for the game under, but I. What'd you say the under over under was? I'm sorry, forty six, forty six as well. Interesting. Um, I actually think that'll probably be a little bit higher scoring game though. I think so too, but the weather in Philly could be nasty, and if mm. Dak's not healthy and they're going to be running Zeke, there might be a lot of clock burning. And we've Better. seen the Eagles' offense sputter this year. You watched them play the, the Patriots; they're awful. It's true, they are. Uh, I mean, it's a <laughs> that uh, was in Philly also. Yeah, I mean, I guess we are talking about a time drive, a uh, time change as well. So that's definitely not great. Um, I mean, we're we're moving over one zone. One zone is is you're in the yellow. Two zones, you're orange. Three zones, it's it's you're, over. You're just gonna lose. It's red, no yeah. matter what. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Um, 
I think I, I, it'll be interesting to keep an eye on. I think I really do. I, I if I do were the Dallas bet, Cowboys win this division, yeah, probably so. Okay. They should win this division. Dude, I know, that, I know the, that's the answer. I know we don't want to keep going back to the Cowboys or anything, but like one other thing is like it just seems like with them that if Jason Garrett can manage to get out of their way, they're fine. Right. Or you know, or Jason Garrett and or his staff, however you want to look at that. But like it just seems like if they can just get out of their own fucking way, it's a good team. It's a good team on paper. They should be good. They should be doing what they just did to the Rams every week. Absolutely. I think they're going to win the division too, though. Uh, with Green Bay, Minnesota, I, I actually think Green Bay is going to probably win this division, and, and JB is going to be right. I kind of think so too. I, they I just, got the game. They got the game lead, so dude, you know, or, it's Aaron Rodgers we're talking about here. Yeah. Until I see Kirk Cousins beat, beat him, I'm not going to put my money there. Let's go ahead and go to another another team we do talk about a lot, but it is a deciding division game, most likely, uh, with. New England and Buffalo. Are you the least bit worried about Josh Allen coming in here and putting putting an ass whooping on the Patriots? Or no. do you think this is just business as usual? They've won three games against us in 20 years. <laughs> it's a damning stat. This is, is. The, one of the worst teams you've had in 20 years. Exactly. I'll say that. Yeah, no, definitely. But I'm not concerned about it. It, it helps that it's in Foxborough. If, if this were on the road, it were the opposite. That would be, uh, you know me, man. I don't necessarily worry. That's never the right word. But I just I wouldn't be as confident in that game, and that would not be ideal. But I mean, it's one of those things. It's kind of what I was talking about earlier. I'm just I'm not gonna bet against them because it's gonna it, all these games, no matter who they play in the playoffs, no matter what happens, is gonna come down to two or three plays. That's what always happens. And New England yeah. weirdly always happens to be on the right side of those. Yeah, I mean, basically, New England's Aaron Rodgers here, and. And the Bills are Kirk Cousins. Right. Like, until I see it happen, I'm not betting against it. Correct. But, I mean, the Bills are not a bad team, though, man. No, not at all. I've been the last one on this show to get on the bandwagon, and I'm willing to admit I'm wrong. I don't want anything to do with that six and a half. I think I would probably take the points if I'm I'm betting this or maybe get that involved in a tease if you can do – you know, a six and a half point teaser, get it up to 13. Mm. Patriots aren't beating teams by a lot of points, right? That offense has struggled quite a bit. They haven't in previous weeks uh, or the the more recent previous weeks, but we go through this shit every year where we hear a bunch of, oh, the Patriots are done. They're falling apart, blah, 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 blah. And it, it doesn't ever seem to be the case. And like, I, I, fe- I feel like Brady's starting to work out some chemistry with like Nikhil Harry and, you know, some of the options that he actually has at receiver. And I, I just, dude, Edelman is not right. He just doesn't look it at all. No, he doesn't. And I just, he can be an option, but I don't think he can be your absolute number one option and only option. And that's what's concerning. And I was looking at some stats yes, a couple days ago. They were, you know, they, basically I was looking at pro football focus and it was talking about how, uh, or like some of the stats were showing that Brady's holding onto the ball longer than he ever has. And it's like, I, you kind of do have to just make a decision and throw, dude. You know that. Like, you can't just wait for the look that you want to see over and over and over. And like, at some point, I don't, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and kill Tom Brady for it, right? But like, at some point, you've got to just trust those guys regardless of whether you like it or not because that's what you got. Right, and he's holding the ball longer than normal, right? And long, He's holding the ball, what, half half a second, three-fourths a second longer than he has previously, so mm-hmm. that's an issue, right? And, I mean, we've heard about it all season about the 
receivers being an issue, but he's done it before with guys like Deion Branch and David Patton. And right. I understand that it was more prime Tom, but you know, that's that's what it's gonna take if you're gonna beat if you're gonna beat, you know, the Ravens or probably the Chiefs would be the only other team you could look at. You're gonna have to just make those plays. And right. Exactly. Just hasn't this year. I will say with the over under at thirty seven, I'm actually I'm, I'm a little. Gonna, I want to. There's a possibility I'd probably take the under on that, but yeah, I, I'm inclined to take the under. That's what I'm saying. I think it's going to be a slugfest. You know what? I will take the over on though is Bills over fourteen and a half for even money for plus a hundred. Hmm. Interesting. They just got to score seventeen points, sixteen points. I on mean, one of the best defenses in the league, though. It's right. Ste- I like, think Stephon- three field goals and a touchdown gets you there. Like, come yeah, on. Yeah, for sure. I think. <laughs> Stephon Gilmore is playing out of his goddamn mind, though, dude. That guy is so good. And I know. I was trying to con- convince this Patriots fan I work out with that he's not the best corner in the league. And <laughs> I don't know how you could think that's true. I, I think Jalen Ramsey is, and that was my only argument. And then I try, I was like, I can name five better guys, and I could only name Jalen Ramsey. <laughs> it's fair. But, I mean, he's just – I mean, he's out there balling. Like, he's just – I mean that. Did you see that that pick that he had last week? That he just stepped right in front of the receiver and, I mean, just took it to the house, dude. It was unbelievable. Yeah, I mean he's he's obviously having a, a career year, um, but I mean White over on Buffalo side of the ball is probably a top five corner this year as well for sure. Uh, you know, and he's kind of filling in the footsteps that Gilmore had because that's where he started his career. So, so that's you- going to be a good battle for him. They'll probably have him locked up on on Edelman some, and then uh, depending on who they're trying to run out wide, man, I mean, the receiver situation is you watch Dorsett and, and Jacoby Meyer try to run routes. And it's just like, man, there's, I've never seen Tom with this much, like lack of chemistry, bad timing on the throws, not knowing what's going on. Yeah. I think he'll work that out though. I think they'll continue to work that out. I mean, whenever the refs actually I'm call less, I'm less confident in that than you are whenever right? the refs actually call touchdowns that you make i mean you know it gets to be where i mean are you gonna act like you guys got cheated yeah in that Dude. game they didn't necessarily deserve to win that game but i mean that was a touchdown in the end zone and I think it's they, all balancing itself out. no for sure like this this I, i'm not saying that it's a it's a it's it doesn't alter anything it doesn't change a goddamn thing at all like right, they, they right. lost the game regardless and that was their third loss like it doesn't really change anything but all, all I'm saying is they happen to be on the the winning end of those kinds of calls a lot so I mean it's definitely balancing out did they get cheated sure but a lot of teams get cheated the fucking saints got absolutely royally cheated last year so like you know I, I think do you want to talk about the video that surfaced from this week which one the video with the the audio and the subtitles at the bottom between the Bengals security guy and the patriots oh yeah dude that one that's one of the yeah. worst things I've seen. Dude, that he guy. Said, the damage is done, buddy. It's like, yeah. yeah. Dude, the the Bengals, <laughs> I got to give them credit. They they seem like they had a, a bunch of hawks out there when you thought that they were just a bunch of like, you know, Cletus the slack-jawed yokel people up there. and The, the GM and the owner are just recruiting really good cameramen and right. security guys. They're not worried about really personnel on the field. And it just, it's. I, I honestly, I really don't think it had anything to do with them. Like, aside from it being my team, I, it doesn't seem like it necessarily. But I at mean, the that same, guy seemed like he was doing something he probably shouldn't have been doing, right? Well, sure, but like, I don't know. I, I it just depends <laughs> on what you read, I guess. But what I'm saying is though that like, 
the way he handled it didn't help himself and him not understanding that they've been in trouble for this before uh, definitely did not help the situation for the Patriots as far sure. as understanding what was actually happening. So, especially sure. given the fact that they were shooting a video called Do Your Job, I, that's <laughs> pretty funny. Yeah, I... I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it plays out as we always do with the Patriots. There's a couple other games I do want to talk about this week. Um, last thing I want to say real quick, this is just sickening as I'm looking up, you know, where these teams are ranked at offensive and defensive wise. Cowboys are first in offense, seventh in defense, and they're seven and seven. God damn it. How's that even possible? <laughs> That's absurd. That doesn't even make sense. Unbelievable. Oh, man. It but. does make sense because they've got a shit coach. That's what the problem is. Yeah, I guess I guess they, that's they've fair. They've got a great fucking roster. It's not, fair. The, not necessarily the best, but a good roster. If you, if you looked at the rest of this slate, so we talked about Cowboys-Eagles, we talked about Patriots-Bills, and we talked about Vikings-Packers. If you look at the rest of this slate, what other game kind of stands out to you? Is there or maybe a couple as watchable games really um well and that's the thing it's kind of like what we were just talking about it's are they are we talking about good games or are we talking about watchable games and i mean i think the rams uh niners game is going to be really interesting i think that'll be a really good yep. game um that's, i had two written down and that was one of them i anticipate the 49ers to to go and wreck some shop i don't the rams stink they really do <sighs> i think so dude they they got off to a pretty good start. I mean, that damn uh, live watch that we did with the Saints Rams game, like they were cooking, and yeah. it, it just it seems like they've really they're just, just wildly inconsistent as well. Wildly. just like the Cowboys, you could throw them in there with the Cowboys, Texans, and Eagles as far as their teams who we don't know what they are yet, and it's True. fourteen games in and we can't figure it out. Is that a coaching um, problem with the Rams? I don't know. I mean, they've lost a million assistants and, and coordinators because, you know, apparently the Sean McVay tree is so strong. I think Sean McVay is still a really good offensive mind. I think there's lack of execution with golf and, and his guys right now. And the defense is maybe a little overpaid for the quality of players that they are. Mm -hmm. Like their names are big and their contracts are big, but their play hasn't been that great. I don't think that I, I don't think it's all coaching. I think there's some personnel issues in there. Okay. Yeah, I don't hate that. What uh what other games do you have written down? Yeah, there? so the other game I had written down as far as like one I'm really excited for is Texans Bucks, just because I think mm -hmm. you got Deshaun Watson, you know, versus Jameis. You got a lot of a lot of points being scored in this game, I would assume, with the defense that's being played. So I think that's gonna be a fun like that's basically like the big twelve version, but NFL quality players. You've got the uh the under two thirty PM bet going on. I mean, the first that's, interception, that's almost a lock. Yeah, it's basically guaranteed money. I think this over-unders at 51, so, I mean, it's a little it's a little high, but it doesn't seem like anything Jameis can't handle. No, probably not. I mean, his the at least the Tech... I mean, if you're talking about the over-under specifically, the Texans' defense are going to score at least two, two touchdowns. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's very, from, very possible. From James, at least one. They, I mean, their their over under is probably one. It probably isn't even half, which is absolutely insane. That's ridiculous. Can 
Can I bring up a couple of lines that I think are weird and see what your thoughts are? Please. So Tennessee at home, I guess they're in a must-win situation more so because of their loss to Houston last week, right? So they they drop a game and, you know, Pittsburgh plays the Jets this week. That's probably a win. So to maintain for the wild card and really if they want to try to win that division, they need to get a win this week. Mm-hmm. I get that. They're a must-win situation. They're at home. They're a two-and-a-half-point underdog to the Saints. I kind of like the Saints minus two and a half, or is that just me buying into what I just saw the Saints do? This is a must win for Tennessee, a game that means nothing for New Orleans, and maybe they go up there and lose it. Dude, Tennessee falls in in that same category of teams that I don't know what the I hell guess they that's are. Fair. And I guess that's fair. Yeah, like I, I was hot on. Not, I it's wouldn't true. say I was really high on them, but I was. I was no, definitely I think more. We were all starting to get there. Yeah, but I was more optimistic than you were about it, and then. It, that proved to be correct in your favor. And then Ryan Tannehill steps in and it seems to have gone exceptionally well overall. Uh, I don't know, dude. I, I, my inclination here is to take the saints. I mean, yeah, like that seems like the thing to do, but it seems doesn't like it the, feel it, like there's going to be a, ba- this is a bounce back spot potentially. Yeah. In Tennessee after losing last week, they're at home, they're getting points. I see that. And I'm with you, but it, this is the exact same thing that we talked about earlier with the Aaron Rodgers thing. Why would you bet against Drew Brees here? That's I guess that's fair. And, yeah, and the best Tannehill receiver in the league. Over Brees. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 not to discredit Tannehill or anything like that sure. by any means, but I just, it, it just, I'll bet it, I'll bet with Drew Brees until I have a reason not to. And he's just one of those guys. Like Brady's the same way. Yeah. You know, that's like, what I'm going to stay away from. I don't want any part of, because if I, if Tennessee goes and wins that game by 10 points, because they had to win that game and I'm going to sit there and be like, I fucking said that. And I still went against it. I'm not going to do that. I wouldn't be um, shocked though. Yeah. I wouldn't be shocked. Exactly. If they won that game, there's just a bunch of teams this week that are favored by a touchdown. And I can't really figure out why they're favored by a touchdown. Cause they're not good teams. Like Atlanta, they've played really well in a lot of games, but should they be favored over a touchdown a, a, by a touchdown over anybody? They're playing Jacksonville at home. Hmm. That's a lot Dude, of points. Dude, that Jacksonville team is stinky, though. I mean, yeah. they fired Tom Coughlin yesterday, for God's sakes, which, you know... <laughs> probably needed to be done. Probably so. Perpetually confused-looking old man Tom Coughlin couldn't really seem to get things done there either. I don't think that Doug... Mar- I think that they have to win out or Doug Marone's gone, is my guess. Okay. And so I, they do have something to play for there, but... It just depends on how much your locker room buys. And that's your a bottom five situation looking forwards, in my opinion. And it was like a top five two years, two ago. years ago, right? Like Ramsey's out of there. We Bortles realized Bortles sucked as much as we kind of knew he sucked. but didn't want to think he sucked. And now you got Nick Foles coming in. Who is that going to work out? Minshew, I think, is a okay. nice story. But like, come on, Fournette's just just not getting good. arthritis in his knees as yeah. we speak and has like two years left in the tank. Maybe. I mean, you had a good receiving core, but you know what I'm trying to say? Like I that, do. that team is not on the up and coming. Like we thought they were going to be. I mean, they just had um, to tra- uh, trade Jalen Ramsey, like all that stuff. Yep. But there's three other games that have a team under 500 favored by a touchdown. And that's the Colts favored at home, a touchdown over the Panthers, the Broncos, a touchdown at home over the Lions and the Chargers, a touchdown at home against the Raiders. Those <sighs> all terrify me. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't know if I want any part of any of those. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. 
I don't even know how to begin to handicap some of those games. Yeah, like the Broncos got beat by 20. They scored three points and got beat by 20, and they're seven-point favorites this week. Right. Like, I get there at home against the Lions, who have just... They're three I and mean, ten. I mean... Dude, and they were like, what, three, three, and one at one point, and they're th- they lost seven straight games? I mean... I mean, without Stafford, though. For most of those, he was in there for two or three of them. Sure, but... So, is, is Patricia on the hot seat? Is he no, out of there? I think he's got one more year. But I, I think next year will be the last year of this kind of thing. The issue is carry on seems to already be a little injury prone. Mm-hmm. That defense is still not really good at all. I mean, they've been middle of the pack or worse for the last two decades. Yeah. And I mean, you have some nice receiving pieces, but I just don't know with the talent that's in the NFC right now, if they're going to do anything, it's kind of like, a team in the Western conference that's in the middle of the Western conference, like the Blazers, like, yeah, you have nice players, but you're not going to win this conference. Right. For sure. That's where I, that's where I feel like they're at. Um, like Denver, man, I can't, I, I mean, just, I don't know. Drew I can't Locke's, get around laying that touchdown. I mean, Drew Locke seems okay so far. Yeah. He had a bad game last week. He, did, he came down but, to earth a little bit, but it might be okay, but we've, we've seen Elway's, yeah evaluation of quarterbacks not be entirely strong over not good you know over the course of his career there and yeah he got paid manning there but come on dude that guy had three neck surgeries and he didn't fucking win a super bowl that defense did what are you talking about? right i mean he had the great season and then obviously the cliff from there and since then we've had the likes of you know brock brock osweiler and paxton lynch he's like you know what i'm gonna draft another six seven guy to not work out yeah it's like god almighty come he's on, dude if justin herbert goes there i truly feel bad for him because that's just going to be another guy that dude i hadn't even not gonna, thought about not that. gonna work out he's gonna take him if he's yeah, there if right. he's over six six and he's there elway is on his ass i Absolutely. guarantee it no you're you're 100 right i hadn't even thought about that but it just makes me shudder um of those lines, real quick, that I gave you of all the the touchdown ones, I think I like Raiders plus seven at the Chargers a lot because it's like that game will be 50-50 on the crowd, and you're getting a touchdown against the Chargers. Boy, did they shit all over themselves this past week, though. The Chargers shit. All, the Chargers are involved in one possession games only, That's so you're getting point. the touchdown. You're locking it into one possession game. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I don't. You just don't want any of with your Jacobs money out. involved no, with the dude. Chargers and Philip Rivers no. and his chil- nine children. No, I don't. Honestly, <laughs> I, I, I really. I mean, what is what would be your lock here? I mean, we're looking at a forty-five over under. If I had to do anything in this game, yeah, it's forty-five. I would just go Oakland money line plus two sixty five and say fuck it. Maybe Philip Rivers will lose this game. I think I'd just light a hundred dollar bill on fire and move on. <laughs> I think that's what I would do. Well, I'm looking at the the Chargers schedule and they've only had one game determined by more than seven points this year. Hmm. Oh no, excuse me, two games. Interesting. I thought it would have been more than that, but yep. ugh, dude, Derek Carr stinks. Oh, and at three. You're right. I went all the way back to Dolphins week week four. Okay. Yeah. Still, still. They're, they're involved in one possession games is the point. So, I mean, Derek Carr does stink, so fair. But, I mean, okay, what if you tease that to 13? It's like they literally can't no beat brainer. anybody by 13, dude. Yeah, it's a no-brainer. Do, do you? So, is another game I've been looking at is uh, so you got Ravens playing the Browns this week, and – 
the Ravens are ten point favorites. It looks like right now. Yeah, yeah. Is RG three going to play? Uh, no, Lamar's supposed to. Lamar play. is going to play. Okay, because I've heard RG three's in there. I think that line moves down quite a bit, dude. This Cleveland team is bad, though. They were asking players on the sideline of another team to take them away from that situation. That's horrible. That's a horrible situation. <laughs> uh, dude, dude, Freddie Kitchens. <laughs> what happens there? I mean, does he He's does gone, he bring dude. that team back? I mean, do they run it back? Because they have so much effing talent, dude. Yeah, they're going to run it back. They're, the, like Nick the Chubb team? is a top five running back. Kareem Hunt's probably a top 20 running back. Jarvis Odell's Landry. a top six receiver. Jarvis Landry's a top 25 receiver. Yeah. They have an above average tight end. They do need to improve the line. So it's, I mean, it's the line in Baker. Dude, is Baker good? TBD. I, yeah. I, I'm not, a lot of people are throwing in the towel. People were high on, higher on him last year than I was. They were way more impressed than I was. I thought he was good, but I wasn't ready to anoint him as a great player. That I thought he was going to have a solid career like a lot of people did. And now that he's had regressed and not had a good season, people are throwing in the towel where I think it's like, we need to be a little more even keel on him. I I, I think yeah. he's in a tough situation with a lot of expectations this year and not a good coach and coaching staff. Yeah. And he's just trying to put it together. But he hadn't helped himself either. No, he's been a total asshole. I don't like the guy. I'm not saying that. Yeah. I'm just defending his play has been okay. Yeah, exactly. It's I mean, there's a lot going on there, but I mean when he just shovel past that ball to Lawrence Guy, I just <laughs> I don't think I'll ever get past that, dude. He's never gonna be anything but that guy. He looked scared. Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> you can't look scared when you're playing a game professionally. That's not how that works when you're the number one. Anyway, doesn't matter. Yeah. I, I think, would you lay these points, though? Mm, they don't need this game. That's my thing. I don't think I would. I also don't think I could bring myself to bet on Cleveland in any way, though. Oh, no, no, no. I'd probably take over 49 and a half. Yeah, it's a lot of points, though. It is, but look at Baltimore's last eight games. I mean, True. they're scoring in the 30s every game. Yeah, I'll probably bet the over on that for sure. Except for 49ers. Yeah. What else interests you here? That, As far as games that are really watchable, that's about it. Like that Kansas City Bears game. That would be a pretty good game. It does, it, Yeah, but it means nothing to right. either team really, right? Because the Bears are eliminated, and Kansas City is going to win the AFC West. They already have it locked up. So maybe it's a game where they want to try to continue to you know, make sure Mahomes is clicking on all cylinders going into the playoffs. The team has that rhythm. But then there's the fine line of don't let him get hurt getting sacked by Khalil Mack. You know what I mean? Sure. It's a good point. Um, I just – I don't know. I don't – the line opened at four, minus four and a half. Kansas City's moved to six. Yeah. I just. I like KC in a money line parlay. I think they're going to win the game, but I don't know. Yeah. That's the mo- the most I would probably give it. Yeah. You know what? You know what is interesting, though? I, if you put a, together a, a money line parlay of Green Bay and Oakland, I, I don't know. How do you feel about that? That's. Oakland beating the Chargers in L.A. and Green Bay beating Minnesota in Minnesota. So you're betting on two road dogs. I would, but you you see the problem. you see the vision, I right? Do, like yes. both of both of those are 
winnable games. Yes. I'm not even saying take the points. I'm saying straight up money line. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's depending on what you get your odds at. Yeah. Right. So I'm, I'm pulling it up. It's 10 to one. Yeah, I'd do that. Right. So you bet, bet a hundred dollars to win a thousand. Yeah, I would do that. Right. I mean, it's a long I shot. No say matter. Bet, bet a dollar to win 10, maybe. So yeah. Yeah. There you go. For everybody. <laughs> but, but it's, it's more, it's not likely, but it's a calculated long shot. I would call it. Yep, I I, I like that a lot. Um, it's not likely but as to far hit. As fa- but- working in favorites, I really like the 49ers to bounce back from that egregious loss to Atlanta and just crush the Rams. I would probably, I mean, I would definitely lay the six and a half. We'll get to that later. But the money line, if you parlay that, uh, you can par- parlay that along with Dallas, yep. which. I know you probably nope won't do. You want you want to do 49ers Dallas? Nope. 49ers Patriots, but that's not gonna that's not gonna pay you mm. nearly as good good no. odds. But I, I don't want anything to do with the Patriots money line. I'll tell you that uh, 49ers Dallas is paying about plus one fifty. Okay, it's not too bad. All, All right. right, well let's do best bets of the week. Yep. Do you want to yep. give out JBs? Yeah, I was gonna say I got them pulled up here. Uh, so we're looking at. Cowboys Eagles under 23 first half. That is one that I brought up earlier um, before I even looked at this. I think that's a, a pretty good play. Yeah. I, I like can that see the danger of the Cowboys getting off to a hot start, but yeah. you know, it's a division game. It's going to be cold. They're going to be running the ball. Dax hurt. I like that under 23 for the first half. Yeah. I, I don't, I wouldn't like the whole game, but I like the first half there. And then my, my, First pick that I, I'm just extremely confident in. I mentioned it 60 seconds ago is the 49ers minus six and a half at home against the Rams. I think they cover that by a touchdown. No problem. Okay. I'm going to take for my first one, New Orleans minus two. Minus two. Okay. Yeah. I, I see a minus two for at minus 115. So that's, yeah, that's all good. Yeah. I think that's a good bet. I, I, I get what They're you're rolling, saying, man. I know, but I, I get, I think, Tennessee kind of is too. So I it for all the points you made, I think are really, really good points about what Tennessee's been so far. I still just won't bet against Duke Breeze and I'm 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 rolling with the guy. Okay. I like it. That's fair. So uh JB's got Cardinals plus ten next, which you know, they're they're at Seattle. We didn't even really touch too much on that game. That's probably not gonna be a great game. It's in the the late afternoon slot. I, I mean, I see the vision there. Seattle, you know what he's doing. Hasn't <laughs> we? He, he's fading his. He's well. He's trying to hedge his Seattle hatred. Well, it's that, but well, yeah. So I guess it is that, but it's it's more that he knows that Seattle hasn't won by substantial margin, which is that's a good point. It's a good play. Yep. Plus plus ten. I think that in, in Arizona has been feisty with teams, even though they're not winning a lot of games. Correct. And Kyler's been I, good. I, yeah, I agree. I like that. I think that's a that's a good really play. Good pick. I think yep. Seattle wins that game, but I don't think it's by ten. I agree with that, one hundred percent. Yeah, I think Seattle gets that win. So uh, my next one, I'm going to do uh, the money line parlay we talked about, and I'm going to go plus one fifty. I'm not even going to get myself minus one ten odds or anything like that. I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go money line, San Fran. You know what? Actually, I said I'm not going to bet on the Cowboys. I'm not going to bet on the Cowboys. I'm going to go money line parlay 
with San Fran and New England, just to make you a little nervous. Okay. okay. Wait, are you betting with my team to make me nervous? Is that what's happening here? <laughs> All right. Just checking. Okay. Well, usually when I go with the Patriots, it's not it's not that's good results. Point. That's that's the thing. So that's that's about minus that's minus one twenty two. So okay. Well, I know who to look to if things go poorly. <laughs> um, dude, <laughs> one game I can't even get my head around that that should even be played at all is the Bengals versus the Dolphins. I mean, just what, what and a it's shit. a pick 'em, right? <laughs> like that line is so telling. What a shit show that's going to be. I'm going to go with. I'm going to take Kansas City to cover the six. You think they cover the six? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh, I, yeah. I, I see the vision there. It makes me nervous. I'll let, I'll let you do it. And then I'll, I think uh, Mahomes. Round- I mean, it's just Mahomes factor here, dude. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I'll uh, round off with JB's last pick at Broncos team total over 23 and a half. Hmm. They scored three points last week. That's a point I made. This Lions team is bad. They are pretty much in tank mode. Defense is awful. Maybe Denver at home goes over 23 and a half. I mean, I think that's yeah. yeah. I think that's doable. I'm not crazy about that though. It's a it's the truest definition of a gamble, I would say. I mean, hmm. It hasn't moved at all. Yeah, I see the vision, but I, 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 I would stay away from it. That's my take. But yeah, we'll we'll let the man do what he wants. He's uh he's been taking some risky bets recently, and you know he did Cardinals plus ten for his underdog, which I think is a great pick. I'm gonna do something different though for the sake of this, and I'm gonna go with the a game we talked about a little bit here. I'm gonna go Raiders plus seven uh, at the Chargers. You know, give me a touchdown against Philip Rivers. I'll take that. Yeah, that's fair. All right, so that I think that wraps everything up. One other thing, you gotta have you. Well, you gotta give. Oh, us I your got dog. one more. My bad. Uh, yeah, you gotta give us your where dog. Where was my last one? I am going to take for a dog. I I'm really between a couple of them here, but try, I yeah, try to do something different than I am Arizona or Oakland. I think that I'm gonna take Carolina plus the points. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you have no reason to think the Colts are going to do that well. So Carolina plus seven at Indy. Yeah, you got uh, you got the dude from West Virginia coming in, in at quarterback this week. Oh, little Will Greer actually. Well, Will Greer, yeah. I never remember that guy's name. He's so I like that guy though. <laughs> it's okay, you don't need to. No, not for really any reason. <laughs> but I mean, get him some reps. You know, let him let him do his thing. Yep. I. Yeah, dude. That that Indy team has just been a disappointment. It really has. I like it. We'll, I mean, we'll, I guess we'll, see, we'll see where we're at. We went four and five last week before we wrap up. Uh, so I believe that puts us at uh, 65 and 54 on the year. So still clipping over 55%. So even with the juice, you're still in the money. Um, and we look for a b- big bounce back this week. Absolutely. We'll, we'll be back next week with JB. Well, I, we'll see just with Christmas and everything. We'll see how everything goes. We'll get as much yeah. content done as we can. Figure it out. But uh, we want to remind everyone to uh, give us a call. We want to hear from you guys. The number to remind everyone, 972-885-9361. Remind everyone to follow us on social media. That's on Facebook at Sensibly Loud Media and on Twitter and Instagram at Sensibly Loud. And we will see you guys next week for another edition of PC.